Hi there. Welcome back to my podcast, viewers. So I have another episode here that I want to create, another chapter. And this one is where um, everything, like, began officially, okay? Satan has no idea that I've been put there for a reason. And he just believes that I I have just, you know... um, out of my own free will that I decided I want to be part of that kingdom, but it wasn't like that. So in this next chapter, we have at this time, I'm like 11 years old and I'm going to be 12, you know, because we stopped from where I was in 1997, where I was six years old and everything began and okay so five years later and this is 2012 can i say 2012 (laughs) no it's 2002 wait (laughs) yes 2002 when i was now 11 years old i'm about to um get into this other church which is the presbyterian church of east africa because we were just uh, moving places we were we we had to move from to a different house that my dad had already been building and i was having like the time of my life you know just being a kid as usual at 11 years old they're birthday parties there's uh we're in primary school and we're having lots of you know, activities, school activities, uh, in and out of school. And by the way, when I was in primary school, I loved reading dark books, horrifying books like Goosebumps, which was most famous, Harry Potter, and watching movies like Harry Potter, Charmed ones, The Charmed. I think you've heard about The Charmed, you know, the original Charmed. Um, that's what I used to love watching seeing and all those stuff and at this point uh when i'm 11 i'm going to 12 years old something else happened and the enemy satan began to reveal himself in a more physical way a physical manner i could be able to see him like an in a like he was an apparition okay it's like he was in the room at the same time like human beings are there we occupy this space but there are other beings and sometimes they can reveal themselves if they want to okay like ufos i think you know those kinds of um, phenomenon happening out there so those beings can actually physically materialize and communicate with people Although it's more like a hologram, okay? It's like watching a hologram, okay, guys? This is what I mean by an apparition. An apparition is more like a projection of beings that are very, very far away from us, but they can project themselves on on the physical plane. And you can be able to see them physically with your own two eyes, okay? And you can be able also to take pictures of them okay they want wish to be taken you can be able to do that and i've been able to do that many many times i've been able to take photographs of 
you know these beings of you know mary jesus the sacred heart uh all this uh you know them walking on grass their their steps their footsteps and many other projections but this is a nice projection the other dark projection is where there are ufos and aliens who capture us our souls our spirits so that they can do whatever they want with them so those are different uh kind of beings that are not good for us or for anyone so in this um excerpt or chapter we um 11 years old and i'm in my room alone by the way i love spending time alone <laughs> i think up to date i'm still by myself anyway so i was spending time alone in the bedroom because you know we would sleep anytime we want to we'd go resting we'd go just since there was nothing else to do in the house and you've done everything the chores and all that so i had my own room and it was pretty big room with two beds and i mean the bed i think that our our house had like six bedrooms one was where we could keep a computer and all those things laptops and we would use them and uh, they had the rest were just beds and uh, others were downstairs others were upstairs so it was really a pretty big house and being alone in the bedroom it was very refreshing for me because i was doing meditation praying um different kind of praying and so while i was you know going to do this kind of thing i heard a voice right next to my ear and this voice told me i would like you to take a candle and place it at the middle of a, a, there was a stool there and i placed the candle there and i was told you write everything that is undesirable to you all the names of people who disturb you and make you go do the trouble and all that and place it uh under the candle and then pray to me for me i thought it was, i was praying to god so i just did exactly as the voice told me and i began to pray and meditate in this way after doing things for a long time uh doing this praying and meditating for a while and not knowing really that i was praying to something else that was not really what i was expecting so these beings began to manifest themselves in a different way it was not the usual way because satan cannot come to you as satan he has to come to you in a different way in a way that makes you believe that what you're seeing is god and the angels and all that stuff in heaven so that's different so it was something that i couldn't understand at that point but i went with the flow i went i went ruling with it and after a while the same voice kept telling me you're so beautiful um you're so beautiful i just you know it couldn't stop i could feel eyes that were watching my every move i could feel the eyes all over me i could feel like someone was just in the room and was watching me like like in a glass you know like the one for cinder um snow white where 
this witch is using a glass to look at what everything you're doing you can just feel their eyes on you you know these are called monitoring spirits um and also satan monitors that peace agents if you know those people he wants to monitor he can do that world leaders anyone who has opened a door to him so he's able to do that through um I, I know it's called like scrying there's also they also use the scrying ball where they can watch you through the crystal scrying ball and uh, invisible mirror on the wall to watch you every move so every time I entered the room I could feel there was somebody in that room and it was really weird because okay for me it wasn't because I couldn't discern I was still a young child so getting to know discerning between spirits it's a gift God gives, but you're unable at that point when you're young, you're still like trying to know, you know, what is right, what is wrong. So it's hard to discern at the same time. So at this point, I am just um, feeling this being in the room and I was feeling comfortable, very comfortable. We would be talking, we'd be doing everything but there's a time that it came when I was like 12 years old and things began to change in a very very different way um he came to me and he told me you're beautiful I want you to do something for me as in the way he asked of me the things that he was asking of me what kind of pretty much beyond me because I'm like God never slept with his agents or people and this being was just admiring me in a very different way. And I could feel that it was kind of intimate, sexual, um, the way he would look at me. Because I could see them. I could see their eyes. And, okay, they began to appear to me. And Satan appeared to me as uh, he seemed to be a different kind of being. Um, like Jesus, okay? He appeared to me like him. But because he was just wanting to confuse me okay so he pretended to be jesus or someone close to that or an angel you know satan can appear as an angel of light and you will never know not unless you have perfect discernment of the spirit the gift of the spirit so he appeared and every time i looked into his eyes i felt drawn to him every time they appeared and he would appear with several other people and they look like angels too and they were dressed with you know white from head to toe you know those dresses they wear the angels and with a gold um a red a red strap you know i don't know what they call it if it's golden or red uh, around their waist and they look more like priests, you know, the way priests wear those long gowns with a sash, you know, at the waist. That's how they wore and oh, they didn't have veils, okay. They were just perfect beings. They had these glowing crystal eyes. And when, you know, this being looked at me in the eyes, I was like drawn to him. And I thought, this is Jesus or who is it? And then I would feel like I was in a spell, like I was drowsy or something when I looked into their eyes. So at the same time, I felt I couldn't do anything 
to these beings. I just felt I I used to think that you know they're good beings and they're angels. Of course, they're sent from heaven. This being is probably Jesus. I wasn't even sure. And so they would lie me on our bed, and they would tell me things. It's like it's more like um, using subliminal language, just whispering. When you're in a drowsy state and someone is making suggestions in your mind, uh, that is how I would explain this situation. Because it's like, it's more like you're being raped. At the same time, you're just not sure. You're not aware. You're not even sure that you're being raped. You're not even. They will erase it afterwards. Obviously, what they were doing to you. So it was more like a manipulation. Okay, guys. These beings are good at manipulating you because they will make you believe they're, you know, they're angels from heaven, angels of light. Um, and then they will appear to you in your sleep or maybe even make you drowsy. And you will believe that you're seeing either your wife or you're seeing um, a, a being of light, an angel. And you will believe the things that they're saying and telling you. Because at this point, these beings came and they told me that I will have a son. They kept telling me that I will have a child, I will have a son, I will call him, I will give him this and this name. Um, I don't know, at some point I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to like brainwash me. At the same time, I was so drowsy, I was so drunk. Like not really drinking from the wine but drunk because of just looking into their eyes and they have these crazy things that they do to you when you look into their eyes they will make you feel like you're drowning in in their eyes okay so it's the best way to describe it so um, on the next um, part of this chapter I also explain how I I was I had been doing my own calculations of the Antichrist before these beings appeared into, you know, the room, you know, where I was, and or even into my life. But this being this one of them that had appeared in a different way and he told me that I'm your husband. And he told me that, like literally, I'm your husband. So I was like, okay, I believe this being, but I didn't like do my calculations and find out if this being is really, really sincere, or what it is, or where he's from, which which earth he's from. Okay, I didn't do those calculations, so I just believed that this man was my husband, and it was of course Satan disguising himself as a handsome man who is mature and marriageable and all that stuff, presenting himself to you as somebody who is just sensible so I kind of settled into the life of being married to this being okay so I had no interest in getting to know any man since at that time okay when I was just very very young from 10 years old going and above beyond so I just didn't have any sense of wanting to meet someone or getting to know them or getting to even get close to any man any boy okay I had a couple of friends in my 
primary school, but that's because you were just little childish little people and we could mingle with anyone anyway. But it had never occurred to me that we could be romantically involved with anyone. Like I could be involved with anyone, you know, romantically and all that. So that was really, really out of my sight, out of sight, out of mind. It wasn't of me because I just like, oh, I'm already married. I have this man my, by my side. I don't need any man, you know, physically. I just, I'm just happy to be with this man. And yeah, this man who said he was my husband was satisfying me in bed. Every single time, like, I was just alone in the room. So I just felt I didn't, you know, the need to have a man in my life was just gone. I just didn't feel like I wanted anyone near me. And yet it was just a manipulation of the mind and body and everything, your soul, your spirit, everything. Because I had already been sold in this kingdom and it was by design, okay? So it wasn't just because I wanted it to happen. So in the next part, I begin to explain further how things were going. Um, the kind of request that this, this demon, this creature made. Okay, stay tuned and I hope that you continue to you get a learn a lesson from all these things and also deep into your life and also see if things that I mentioned also have happened to you. Thank you. So at this point I became what is known as a light witch. In other words, a white witch, which is known in the weekend circles as a witch who is just trying to do good, right? And that's what these witches believe, that they're doing good for the sake of humanity. All those people who are practicing tarot, who, all those who are practicing um, these different arts, occultic arts, and they believe they're doing it for the good of humanity. This is what we call the white witches. And they believe that they're doing good, but in fact, they're still on the same side and it's only that they're being used by the enemy to do those kind of things that they do. So, this is what I was now known uh, in the spiritual realm, the occultic circles. Um, so, every time I would sleep, I was being raised to a higher level. I had this powers that I had been given that were starting to grow, had been growing in me since I was six years old. And when they were reaching to 11, 12 years old, they became very powerful. And Satan now began to um, make me climb the ladder, like being a light witch or white witch, whatever you call it. And then the, after that white witch process, you go, you become a high priestess. After that, you can become a bride, original bride, and you can become queen queen of um queen of the dark world the kingdom of darkness and you rule with satan now at that point but i had not reached there i was still yet to reach there though satan had you know um made me his you know bride already so in other words people would see me in the spiritual realm and they knew who i was because they could see that um in that realm I was dressed differently. I had a crown, although this crown I wore when I was a high priestess. 
but so for now I was just a light witch. I was just getting to know how to do spells, how to manipulate um, my environment, the people around me. I was learning how to manipulate everything, how to control people, even in the church, how to control pastors, how to control <clears throat> those big people. And it was working very well at this point. I mean, nobody was suspecting of anything. And that's why these Christians fail, because they just do not suspect anything. They don't have the spirit of discernment. They don't have the, you know, the fruits of the spirit. They can't know, you know, who is who, you know. Uh, are there witches in the, in the church? They don't know anything about that, because there are many witches in the church. They're just, you know, you can't tell them. You can't tell that they're witches because they they really are very uh, acquainted with the Bible. They are acquainted with spirit, spirit scriptures. They are acquainted with what God says. And they know everything. They know every detail. If you were to ask them, they would know everything. But they cannot um, accept Jesus as their master. That's the only difference. And that's how I can know the difference between these this witches. They, they just... They will give um, an alternative um, view of the Bible. They manipulate scriptures. They change things in scriptures. Like if you want, like the word faith movement, they use scripture to like, you know, do their own effort. They're just saying they want to be positive and all that. That's what white witches do. They say they're good people. They're just doing the good, you know, they're doing it for the good of you know the world and the world at large that they live in but what they just don't know is that they're still on the same side they're still on Satan's side so there's so many difference between this um, witches um, and also um, before I get into those details you know I want to like give more about what's happening here I was you know Satan was very adamant in me not giving away information and especially information concerning the future son he was gonna have um through me he was just saying that i just shouldn't tell anyone about this child i should just keep it everything to myself and for me it was very confusing actually i, I couldn't understand in fact when i learned that the bible refers to the son of satan as the antichrist i was shocked I was like, what? <laughs> He's the Antichrist, the one that the whole world is going to be waiting for to, like, fight Jesus. And I'm like, God, what's happening here? I don't get it. I don't understand this scripture stuff. I'm just new to everything. I'm just, um, I'm not that, like, into the word. Although I was very much loved praying and I loved God, you know, before even the age of six. But from the age of six, I just didn't want the scriptures near me that much. I just didn't want the Bible. It had too many bad stuff that it was talking about, death all the time. And I just felt that I just couldn't understand these scriptures or I couldn't understand this Jesus. I couldn't understand why he's being born a virgin or something like that. I couldn't understand anything. So to me, it was just... A really confusing moment at a young age yeah that's how it all began
And so at this time, I'm a light witch. Nobody knows in my family that I'm actually a real small little witch, like the ones in Harry Potter who are used to do magic and spells as children. Um, this um, Harry Potter series and all that, they teach children how to do spells. They, as in, people see as if it's normal, you know. Oh my gosh, you know, Harry Potter came out like it was a, an Oscar movie, you know, um, series. And it was very, very intriguing. Charmed was the first one before the Harry Potter. Then Harry Potter followed. And it hit um, the cinemas and the movie <clears throat> stands. It was a very, very he big hit. And for me, I was like, you know, this, okay, whatever it may be going on. Um, I'm just, you know, just used to just seeing these things and i'm attracted to these things so they're very very dark they had very dark themes they had very dark um plots summary and all those stuff they have very very dark there's something dark about this um series uh, movies that were being removed books that were being removed goosebumps there's some very dark things and i would actually be attracted to even write a book about horror and something that would scare people and I didn't know that it was not right it was wrong so at this point I'm just in this kingdom with uh, you know and um, I'll continue just for a while after this thank you stay tuned hi there welcome back again um, Lily Nash I'd create a visionary so welcome back to my podcast. I would like us to continue from where we stopped. And what I would like to note, um, you know, after everything, like, because I've come out of that kingdom, you know, eventually I did come out at some point. Um, when you decide completely to switch, to, to, to follow Christ, and you change direction completely and you don't no longer follow the world or what the world thinks and does that is where satan really feels like a defeated for because the enemy has been attacking me since that time because there are many times most times he can't manipulate me. He can't control me the way he used to when I was in the kingdom of Satan. You know, he's just like, he can't. And so when the enemy is unable to manipulate you and to control you and to get you to his side, the only other option that he has is to attack you in every way possible, in every way he can think of. And... That's the greatest strength of the believer because you're getting attacked because you're no longer part of that kingdom. You're part of a different kingdom now, yeah? And most times those attacks won't last that long because, you know, you're shielded by God's holy, angel, holy angels. You're shielded by Jesus and, you know, whatever it is that, and you have to pray because... Prayer is the biggest shield in our lives today. 
So let's just continue from where we stopped because I just wanted to note that and to know that for you to know that as a believer in Christ Jesus that and the Blessed Mother it, is that no matter what you're going through or facing right now, you could be suffering, you could be going through some kind of attack, you know, you may not know it's an attack and you you feel that you're in pain or something like that. Sometimes there are those things that are allowed for you to, you know, go through. There are things that you go through. But, you know, these sufferings, these pains, they are not there to last long. They can never last long. Because God is our shield. And no matter the attacks of the enemy, how many attacks are, you know, targeted on you, God will shield you and protect you. And that is what you should, you know, there's hope for all those who are thinking that it's hopeless. Like, like they're defeated. They're feeling defeated in life. They're suffering. But this is just a small, this is a test. And sometimes when you're tested by God, he's like, he wants to see who do you really, really follow. Are you going to like give in to Satan's attacks or, you know, curse and all those stuff? Or are you going to face these attacks and sufferings head on and push on, push through with your life? Because this is the, my greatest strength is knowing that Satan is a defeated force and there's nothing he can do. No matter what, he can control you, he can manipulate you. Even when he attacks you, it means he's attacking you because he feels defeated. He's defeated, right? So no matter how much he tries hard to attack you, to to curse you, to do stuff on you or use other people against you, you already know he's doing that because he's a defeated for. He's just reacting to his defeat. <laughs> I'd like you all to understand that. So as you continue in this session, um, and even giving this testimony is not about glorifying Satan is about understanding that no matter the kind of power that Satan has over men, if you have, you know, if you're for Christ, there's no power, not even of the enemy, can come against you in any way. So thank you. I would like you to just, um, you know, know that in your heart, that this is this what you do, what you're going through is testing. It's a, it's a passing moment and it will pass and go away because he tried to attack me with this cold called omicron which began in 2019 it's not coronavirus though it had begun earlier in 2019 had been attacked by this cold and it's not from earth and you have to understand this guys people are not able to find this cure for this cold because of the it's from another planet and I mean another kingdom and this is King Satan's kingdom and which I will explain further with these viruses that he's attacking people with, you know, and especially he's targeting the people who are very, very consecrated to God and the Blessed Mother. Those are the people who he's attacking mostly using these viruses. He just wants to get rid of them. He's just had enough and he's tried that with me and right now, um, it's like backfiring on him. So 
you know, I used to get a lot of cold all the time. Every time I would just be attacked by these viruses that I couldn't understand where they're coming from. And the only shield I had, protection, was God. I had to hang on to him. So you have to understand that these viruses that um, are being given these fancy names, coronavirus, Omicron, and all those other viruses coming up, um, these they're coming from the, that kingdom. You know, God has, a, you know, when people abandon God, God allows Satan to do whatever he wishes with them. So Satan has the platform to create these viruses and spread it among humanity. And if you're not having any kind of shield, especially from God, Jesus Christ, our Blessed Mother, then you're in danger and you're in trouble. You have to understand that. So uh, I hope that will, you know, uh, you'll be able to learn a lot as you continue. Even what I learned when I was in the other kingdom and what they do against Christians and believers so that you can be able to shield yourself. Thank you. So um, we'll continue with the next a little bit part of the, the the next part where I had become a witch and what was going on when I became now a little witch. So thank you. Stay tuned. So welcome back again. So we continue with the okay. So I became a witch and you know from this uh, that from that time henceforth you know moving forward I kept having fights there were these strange men and women who were coming to me and they would try and attack me and I kind of would sense that these people didn't have good intentions for me first of all I didn't know who these people were I didn't know why they were coming for me and you know I would fight back and this fighting back is like the fighting back you see in Star Wars and the kind of weapons they use is like the same weapons like you ha you use your hands to like blast someone out or you know fire coming out of your hands and blasting them or electricity coming out from your anywhere you know from your body and destroying people this is the same trick that these people use because that uh, power they use is real in the spiritual realm. Um, everything is possible in the spiritual realm. It's not like the physical realm where you have to like manipulate energy to work for you. But in this spiritual realm, everything is just automatic. Whatever you think uh, just comes or comes true or manifests itself in the spiritual realm. But in the physical realm, it's kind of more trickier than that. You can manifest that, but it will take time before that kind of uh, manifestation comes to play. And this is the kind of power that God really forbade angels and people, the human beings, to use uh, here on Earth. It's what is called black magic and white magic. All of them, they're just magic or cult. Yeah, they are cult that I was involved with. So, in this time, I am fighting these witches. I learned they were witches and wizards, and they wanted my, the power that I had. I was more powerful than they were. So, anyone who tried to attack me in the spiritual realm, whoever it was, I did blast them so bad, they couldn't even come near me again. And the only one who was able to come near me was Satan, of course. 
his minions couldn't also the demons um that were always by his side they just couldn't handle me it's only satan who could because of course he could take the power away you know you know what i mean and you know as long as i was loyal to satan he would give me whatever i wanted if i ask for a car in our family that would you know come at a very very big price uh there are so many people who were lost i mean satan was manipulating me believing that the things i was getting were free but instead he was taking a life for life and and you know bringing those things that probably i wanted to pass so he could just give me anything that i asked for and i would get everything okay i didn't have i didn't have any problems with money i always got money i never had problems with hanging out with my family or them having cars and all that stuff we were like rich people rich little rich kids in that uh area <laughs> it was an estate we were living in an estate my dad had built his own house there and a, a very big huge house with um like one story house with a you know stairs and everything that is the six bedroom house that i was talking about and uh, with bathrooms up and down the stairs a very a, a good kitchen stores sitting room everything that it had it had everything like we were lacking nothing the only thing that was lacking in that house was love support um unity that was the only thing that was lacking so whatever you do even if it's uh you have all the money in the world if you don't have that love in the house hold you live in all those things are just useless the things that you like to get and acquire they're very useless so even the money is useless because sometimes you just feel like you're have all this money and all that and you have not, no one to share it with you have no love there's no love there you you know you can't go out like a normal family and just enjoy you know my dad was known as a womanizer he was but he was known as a perfect um decent doctor on the outside world you know by the outside world he was a decent doctor but in the household everyone kind of knew that you know he's a womanizer he has many women he has other kids outside of the marriage and of the family plus my mom was a second wife so what could go wrong can go wrong so it was very very um not really hushed up i think many people knew about it and that's why most people when i was growing up just turned their backs on me and everything about me and my family they just turned their backs on me and you know they were not as solid as you wanted to have it like we would have christmas uh every christmas we meet with the family and we're celebrating but deep down on the inside i was isolated i was so isolated we we looked like a perfect family you know perfect little family but there were cracks in that family very huge cracks that had begun since i was a child you know after i was six years old things just went wrong in my family like completely wrong like my grandfather began passing away and all the rest of my brother's dads were passing away one by one year by year so it was not a kind of family that was 
trait and standing on its own um, firm in God that their family was not like that so I can attest to that and also when I was like um, I was practicing I was seeing Harry Potter and in my dreams when I slept I would be like practicing this witchcraft spells and they were working pretty much working against people or for people if I wanted people to you know like me um, they were attracted to me they liked me and sometimes I would attract you know young men but that's after I finished my uh, primary studies yeah grade 8 as it's called So welcome back again so we continue with the okay so I became a witch and you know from this uh, that from that time henceforth you know moving forward I kept having fights there were these strange men and women who were coming to me and they would try and attack me and I kind of would sense that these people didn't have good intentions for me. First of all, I didn't know who these people were. I didn't know why they were coming for me. And, you know, I would fight back. And this fighting back is like the fighting back you see in Star Wars. And the kind of weapons they use is like the same weapons. Like you, ha you use your hands to like blast someone out or you know fire coming out of your hands and blasting them or electricity coming out from your anywhere you know from your body and destroying people this is the same trick that these people use because that uh, power they use is real in the spiritual realm um, everything is possible in the spiritual realm it's not like the physical realm where you have to like manipulate energy to work for you but in this spiritual realm, everything is just automatic. Whatever you think uh, just comes or comes true or manifests itself in the spiritual realm. But in the physical realm, it's kind of more trickier than that. You can manifest that, but it will take time before that kind of uh, manifestation comes to play. And this is the kind of power that God really forbade angels and people the human beings to use uh, here on earth it's what is called black magic and white magic all of them they're just magic occult yeah the occult that I was involved with so in this time I am fighting these witches I learned they were witches and wizards and they wanted my the power that I had I was more powerful than they were so anyone who tried to attack me in the spiritual realm whoever it was I did blast them so bad they couldn't even come near me again and the only one who was able to come near me was Satan of course his minions couldn't also the demons um, that were always by his side they just couldn't handle me it's only Satan who could because of course he could take the power away you know you know what I mean and you know as long as I was loyal to Satan he would give me whatever I wanted. If I asked for a car in our family, that would, you know, come at a very, very big price. Uh, there are so many people who were lost. I mean, Satan was manipulating me, believing that 
the things I was getting were free, but instead he was taking a life for life and and you know bringing those things that probably I wanted to pass so he could just give me anything that I asked for and I would get everything okay I didn't have I didn't have any problems with money I always got money I never had problems with hanging out with my family or them having cars and all that stuff we were like rich people rich little rich kids in that uh, area <laughs> it was an estate we were living in an estate my dad had built his own house there and a, a very big huge house with um, like one-story house with a you know stairs and everything that is the six-bedroom house that I was talking about uh, with bathrooms up and down the stairs a very a, a good kitchen stores sitting room everything that it had it had everything like we were lacking nothing the only thing that was lacking in that house was love support um unity that was the only thing that was lacking so whatever you do even if it's uh you have all the money in the world if you don't have that love in the household you live in all those things are just useless the things that you like to get and acquire they're very useless so even the money is useless because sometimes you just feel like you're have all this money and all that and you have not, no one to share it with you have no love there's no love there you you know you can't go out like a normal family and just enjoy you know my dad was known as a womanizer he was but he was known as a perfect um, decent doctor on the outside world you know by the outside world he was a decent doctor but in the household everyone kind of knew that you know he's a womanizer he has many women he has other kids outside of the marriage and of the family plus my mom was a second wife so what could go wrong can go wrong so it was very very um not really hushed up i think many people knew about it and that's why most people when i was growing up just turn their backs on me and everything about me and my family they just turn their backs on me and you know they were not as solid as you wanted to have it like we would have Christmas uh, every Christmas we meet with the family and we're celebrating but deep down on the inside I was isolated I was so isolated we, we looked like a perfect family you know have a little family but there were cracks in that family very huge cracks that had begun since I was a child you know after I was six years old things just went wrong in my family like completely wrong like my grandfather began passing away and all the rest of my brothers dads were passing away one by one year by year so it was not a kind of family that was straight and standing on its own um, from in God that their family was not like that so I can attest to that and also when I was like um, I was practicing I was seeing Harry Potter and in my dreams when I slept I would be like practicing this witchcraft spells and they were working pretty much working against people or for people if I wanted people to you know like me um, they were attracted to me they liked me and 
sometimes I would attract, you know, young men. But that's after I finished my uh, primary studies. Yeah, grade 8, as it's called. So you guys, you have to understand that when you're moving up the ladder, um, you know, these other witches and warlocks are not happy because they want the same thing that you have. They want everything that comes with your power, your position, your status in that at that time, in that world kingdom. And they want the money. They want, you know, to be the most powerful witch or warlock in the region or in the city or in the world. So they will come after you if you have more power. They want to fight you so that they can have what you have so these fights are not just fighting for to get rid of you they're fighting you so that they can have that status and position that you have so it's something that you have to like contend with as a little witch and this is what you have to do but i was more powerful than all of them combined so i was able to reach a higher status so the next step that I'm going to discuss is how I became a high priestess. So thank you and stay tuned to my channel. Thank you. I hope that you get something from this. You learn something. You begin to pray. You begin to understand that even when you feel that um, like your prayers are not being answered, you have to remain persistent and you know fervent in those prayers because if you give up as soon or, or early enough, Everything that you ever thought you had will be taken away from you. Spiritual, physical blessings, all of those. Because spiritual blessings give birth to physical blessings. And when you give up on your spiritual prayer life, you're also giving up on your physical life that you have, your love that God has given you. So please remember that this war that, you know, Satan pretends that his kingdom is so united but his kingdom is so divided. Although they have one goal, it's a divided kingdom and they cannot stand, obviously. And you've seen them fail and they've been failing ever since, you know, the World Trade Center. They wanted to bring forth a new world order and they couldn't. I will I'll explain that <laughs> as we continue. So it's something that the enemy is trying to like make it look like he's the winner here, like he has won and everyone is on his side but the reality is he's divided he's falling he's a defeated four and he's just putting on a mask for all to believe that he is the king of the universe or the prince of the universe but it's the opposite you have like you to understand that and for those of you who are on this side or who are witches or warlocks it's it's high time you just leave that kingdom because if you don't there's some another place that is far worse than than the core of this earth waiting to just swallow you whole and to destroy you forever. It's best that you leave that kingdom and come over to the to this other side where we are, where I am, where other few people are, because there are not many people here in this other kingdom, and enjoy the good um, measures, the good fruits that are prepared for all of us so thank you and stay tuned for more on the next chapter um, being the high priestess now thank you so much i hope that you're blessed by those few words
a few you know from when we began with this in this pod with this podcast from the intro to until this point thank you and i hope that you continue tuning in and may god bless you so very much guys and also the blessed mother because she's also there to protect us please let us all respect that and respect her and and this kingdom of heaven which we are all pursuing we want to pursue to go and to reach thank you so much so you guys you have to understand that when you're moving up the ladder um you know these other witches and warlocks are not happy because they want the same thing that you have they want everything that comes with your power your position your status in that at that time in that world kingdom and they want the money they want you know to be the most powerful witch or warlock in the region or in the city or in the world so they will come after you if you have more power they want to fight you so that they can have what you have so these fights are not just fighting for to get rid of you they're fighting you so that they can have that status and position that you have so it's something that you have to like contend with as a little witch and this is what you have to do but i was more powerful than all of them combined so i was able to reach a higher status so the next step that i'm going to discuss is how i became a high priestess so thank you and stay tuned to my channel thank you i hope that you get something from this you learn something you begin to pray you begin to understand that even when you feel that um like your prayers are not being answered you have to remain persistent and you know fervent in those prayers because if you give up as soon or, or early enough everything that you ever thought you had will be taken away from you spiritual physical blessings all of those because spiritual blessings give birth to physical blessings and when you give up on your spiritual prayer life you're also giving up on your physical life that you have your life that god has given you so please remember that this war that you know satan pretends that his kingdom is so united but his kingdom is so divided although they have one goal it's a divided kingdom and they cannot stand obviously and you've seen them fail and they've been failing ever since you know the world trade center they wanted to bring forth a new world order and they couldn't i will I'll explain that <laughs> as we continue so it's something that the enemy is trying to like make it look like he's the winner here like he has won and everyone is on his side but the reality is he's divided he's falling he's a defeated four and he's just putting on a mask for all to believe that he is the king of the universe or the prince of the universe but it's the opposite you have like you to understand that and for those of you who are on this side or who are witches or warlock it's it's high time you just leave that kingdom because if you don't there's some another place that is far worse than than the core of this earth waiting to just swallow you whole and to destroy you forever it's best that you leave that kingdom and come over to the to this other side where we are where i am where other few people are because there are not many people here in this other kingdom and enjoy the good um 
measures the good fruits that are prepared for all of us so thank you and stay tuned more for more on the next chapter um, being the high priestess now thank you so much i hope that you're blessed by those few words and few you know from when we began with this in this pod with this podcast from the intro to until this point thank you and i hope that you continue tuning in and may god bless you so very much guys and also the blessed mother because she is also there to protect us please let us all respect that and respect her and and this kingdom of heaven which we are all pursuing we want to pursue to go and to reach thank you so much <laughs>